Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Olivia's Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Bradkoff. And today we're going to be talking about early admissions. And we've talked about that before, but I want to kind of take it from a different perspective. So uh, I have here, once again, uh, a, a great guest that we had on recently, Leanne Schwartz. Leanne is a college counselor, college admissions officer, college coach. Um, once again, tell us a little bit about your background, Leanne. Uh, sure. Uh, I've worked in various different colleges for 10 plus years. Um, most recently, I was at a university in Boston uh, working with pre-college programs, so working with uh, a myriad of different student populations from high school students through uh, adult learners. Um, and the work we would do was all sorts of college prep, whether that be application work, financial aid work, or any sort of sort of exploration um, for the beginning stages of, of college applications. Uh, and I was there until 20, uh, what are we in, 19 now? So 2017, I guess. Um, <laughs> and, and when I started here at Chiton, I actually left my full-time job. Um, and I've been at Chiton now for almost two years doing the um, educational uh, counseling with the, the college counseling. Excellent. Thank you. So one of the things that uh, we've had uh, conversations on the podcast about this topic before and something that you said you were interested in was about early admissions. And one thing that you mentioned to me was about your concerns about the amount of stress placed on students regarding early admissions. First off, what, what does early admissions mean? So typically, um, November 1st is, is the most common early admission date for students. So where students can apply early decision or early action, um, depending on the school and what the school offers for their uh, admission policies. So if the school does do early decision and you decide to apply to early decision school, you are basically doing two things. You are showing the school that you are very much interested in them because it's a binding agreement. So if you do get in, you have to go there. Um, no really way to wiggle yourself out of it if, if you do get in. So again, it's showing the school that you have a huge interest in them because you're kind of putting all your eggs in one basket. Uh, for early action, it gives you a little bit more leeway. So if you do get in, um, you don't have to go there. It is a non-binding agreement. Uh, for early action, then you have more choices than on the schools that you can apply to. You can apply early action at a number of different schools. Now you said the deadline for early admissions, whether it's early decision or early action, is November 1st. Uh, how does that differ from regular admission? Um, so typically it's November 1st. There are a couple schools that it, sometimes it's a little bit before that, but we'll, we'll call it November 1st for today. All right. Um, typically for regular decision, they're usually right around January 1st, sometimes the 2nd or 5th, depending on kind of where New Year's falls. Right. Um, as well as sometimes it goes into the 15th of January. Other schools actually have February 1st or February 15th deadline, so you have a lot more time. Uh, to prepare yourself for regular decision applications. Given how much earlier it is in the senior year calendar, what would be the benefit of early admissions from your perspective? Um, couple benefits, I guess. If, if you are, like I said, 100% sure that you want to go to a certain school, um, showing interest in a school is a powerful uh, tool for the student. Being able to show them interest is kind of tough to do in certain facets. Um, so this is one way to easily do so. So being able to apply early decision or action is one way to do so. So that gives you a little bit of a leg up uh, for the application. Other schools freely admit that you are applying in a smaller pool of applicants. So that is advantageous. Uh, other schools will tell you that there is no advantage, that it just is 
um, purely a calendar thing. The other big advantage is getting um, your decision told to you. Typically, sometime in December, either right around Christmas or right before Christmas, sometimes it's the 15th of December, you will be told if you have been accepted or rejected or um, on the uh, wait list for hmm. the school. So you have a little bit idea of what's going on with your college decision process much earlier than regular decision. I have one question. I was actually going to ask something else, but something you just said just inspired this. I've talked a lot about wait lists uh, when, with my personal students and on the podcast in the past. If you're waitlisted from early admissions, do you automatically get rolled into regular admissions? That's a great question. Um, I believe so. Uh, I, I, I guess it could vary from school to school, but typically, yes, if you're waitlisted, you basically go through kind of another pool. <sighs> that just sounds so much more stressful. Speaking of which, um, we've talked about a little you just mentioned some of the benefits of early admissions. Uh, what are some of the downsides for students? November 1st comes up on you quick. Uh, you just basically have gotten settled into senior year. You just started to kind of get your rhythm and your groove for whatever requirements are going on for actual high school. Uh, and then all of a sudden it's November 1st and you are expected to do have filled out your entire application. So that's all the demographic info, but all the activity info that you need to put in um, and make sure it's in the correct order and you're highlighting yourself in the most uh, positive way, as well as all the essays that are required of certain schools, um, not including the personal essay that's going to be on the Common App. Um, so there's a lot of work to do before November 1st. Now, I've heard that even though certain deadlines like, say, FAFSA are later in the uh, calendar year, uh, that if you're applying early, you'd want to get all your financial aid information in it around the same time. Is that true? Yeah, so again, it kind of varies on from school to school if they want your financial aid application in the same time. Some will have deadlines explicitly on their website that says, okay, our early decision is November 1st. We also expect your financial aid info to be in on November 1st. Some will say that it's, it doesn't matter really, or some will give you another week or two uh, to get supplemental materials in, whether that's like transcripts or financial aid info. Um, but yeah, if you are applying early decision or early action, expect to also have that sort of work to be done as well right around November 1st, which is all the financial um, aid info. So you, again, a lot of that's parent info. So the parents need to be prepared to fill in their section of the FAFSA as well by that early deadline. Now, even though there's an early deadline, and to your point, that does sound additionally stressful to not only start your senior year, but have an early deadline. Uh, aren't you applying to a smaller number of colleges and yes. universities for early admission? Ideally. <laughs> uh -huh. I see. Um, that's, I think, where a lot of the stress comes from. Um, oh. Some of the outside pressures tend to creep up as well because you'll hear your friends or your parents say their friends' kids are all applying to you know these six schools. So now all of a sudden, not only do you have to write one or two essays for November 1st, but six. So mm. it, it becomes um, a really quick turnaround between the time you're kind of really hitting your stride for the application process to November 1st and trying to complete all of the required uh, requirements that each of the schools have. So that's, yeah, ideally I would say if you're doing anything early, one, two, maybe three, 
I wouldn't go above that because you're going to almost run out of time. But you've seen students do more than one, two, maybe three. Sure, and again, it, it depends on the school. Some schools may not have additional essays or additional work to do. So you may be able to fill out the Common App with your essay uh, and be able to apply to five schools with just that. But you would really have to kind of comb through to make sure that the schools that you're looking at um, have minimum requirements if you're going to do something in, in that vein. Yeah. So one of the things that a lot of parents say to me is that the reason why they're, they've chosen or why the student has chosen early admissions is uh, the, the prestigious schools. Sure. That they, there's a better percentage chance of getting in at the most prestigious schools. Is it only the Ivy Leagues or uh, Ivy League caliber schools doing early admissions, or is that is there a broader range of schools? Oh, that's, it, yeah, much broader. Um, lots and lots and lots of schools from um, all levels of kind of competition for, for schools. Um, I, it's actually really hard to think of any schools that don't have some sort of early mm-hmm. plan. Um, yeah, and the argument is... Is it easier to get in early, or is it the is the data skewed because the students that are applying early are your more elite students? Hmm. So it's kind of chicken or the egg argument. I mean, that is a concern. I mean, that's some of the, some of the things that we've talked about previously on the podcast is that a lot of the students who apply early are doing so because they are reaching out towards the most challenging schools, the most prestigious, the most competitive, difficult to get into schools, and therefore you have students who have IP, IB programs or AP tests under their belt already, uh, high-level test scores reaching out to these schools early because they've got a, a, a dream school that is sure. extremely prestigious. So data skew does seem like a major factor in this. Absolutely. I mean, I have no way of telling. I'm sure... You don't, but yeah, is it this? Is it the student is such a high caliber student that the of course they're getting in, and those are the ones that are applying early, or is it the schools are more apt to accept early decision applicants? Yeah. For for the average student, is there any benefit to skipping early early action, early decision, early admissions, and just focusing on regular admission? Um, I think it depends on the student, and I think it depends on where they're at with their application and how they feel about their um, grades and their scores. You know, have, do they have a transcript that has been solid and is going to showcase them well from freshman, sophomore, and junior year? Because that's basically all the schools are going to see if they do apply early. If they want to show. Um, different sort of improvement or different more rigorous courses that they're taking senior year then the benefit is to not apply early so that when you apply regular decision the school will see your first half of your senior year grades and and courses Mm. Um, as well as your test scores so was your SAT score high enough um, in the spring of of junior year or the, the summer coming into senior year that that's the score you want to show then great for early um, decision or early action, but if you think you're going to perform better on the October or November or even December score, then wait so that you can, again, show the best of you um, by giving them the, your higher scores and your better grades come the January deadlines. Hmm. That makes sense. 
So in your experience working with students supplying early uh, action early decision of your uh, private students that you've gotten through Chiton, what percentage have you seen wanting to apply early? Uh, the majority. Majority. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the percentage, but almost everyone. I, I would say, actually, this year I believe I have 12 seniors and 10 um, did some sort of early action or early decision. Hmm. So it does sound like it's the students who are who are higher scoring, higher performing, whose parents have more wherewithal and can afford private college counseling, they seem to be a population that is more interested in early early admissions, um, as opposed to students who are maybe not as uh, certain about going to college or not as certain about their college plans uh, or don't necessarily have high intensity uh, high school environments. Uh, that probably all comes into play. I think where my concern comes in um, mm -hmm. is something you just mentioned with students that don't have um, a high interest in a certain school, mm -hmm. yet they're still applying early to colleges okay. because they're feeling the pressure from whether it's parents or friends or just the whole process in general. Mm. Uh, and that is where... It's undue pressure. They don't need it, and it's not necessarily going to help them in the process. Right. Uh, so that's where some of my concerns, and that's kind of why I brought up the, the topic to you earlier. Um, it just seems to be a theme where it, you must apply early. Right. right. I, I get it. Like, if you don't have a school you're ha you're, you have to go to, you're absolutely passionate about, why would you apply early to, to, to schools? That's my question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I keep running into. So, um, again, that's why I kind of wanted to discuss this with you because it's not necessarily a must to apply early. Mm. If, if you don't have the, that dream school or that passion for a school, you don't have to apply early. You can take your time and kind of sift through your choices yeah. and create a more uh, realistic and more um, list of colleges that match your likes more so. If, if if you kind of take the time. Right, granted, this was a long time ago, but when I was in high school uh, applying to college, I don't think I knew anyone who applied early anywhere. You know, that, yeah. I mean, this is oh, granted almost 30 years ago now. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> but, you know, this is the late 80s, early 90s. Anybody in my grade, people graduated the year before me, people graduated the year after me. I, and again, I did go to a large urban high school, but we had a, you know an honors program. Uh, we had students in AP classes, students applying to top-notch universities. And I don't recall anybody applying early admission. The only reason we knew about it was because it was in the movies. There was a movie about it. Yeah. And now it just feels like so many students are applying early. I, I just I don't necessarily think it's the right choice for probably a, a significant percentage of them. I would agree. It's definitely. Um more rampant than, same with me, I went to school, I went to college in 2000, and I can't remember anyone that applied early. I don't mm. even know if we knew about it. Yeah. Um, and it's not the right choice for everyone, so that's, again, why I was, you know, interested in talking to you about it, because, like I said, 10 out of 12 of my students this um, past fall applied early. Um, and most of them are fine, and they did fine with handling the pressure, um, and actually, you know, some got accepted, some did not. Hmm. Um, but did all 10 of them necessarily need to apply early? Probably not if I actually sat down and, like, went through them line by line. I bet there was a couple that it wasn't a necessary step. Hmm. Yeah. 
All right. Well, anything else on your mind about this topic that you know you really feel is like last little bit that you feel is important for the listeners at home? Um, again, I think it's one of those things that um, the more prepared you are, the earlier, then you can do more things. So mm-hmm. that if you start preparing for the college application process before your senior year starts then these sorts of deadlines aren't such a huge scary factor. November 1st doesn't come up on you that quick because mm. maybe you already have your essay completed before school even started. So it just gives you a little bit more options than when you start to think about these early plans. Um, the sooner you can kind of start working or start even brainstorming about the uh, college application process, then the easier these sorts of decisions and the more manageable these early deadlines become so the sooner the better i guess is the rule of thumb that, that makes sense to me well Leah, thank you so much for being on the podcast again i really appreciate having you here and i always learn so much when you're on um thank you also to the listeners at home uh if you have any uh questions or concerns you can hit us up uh on our twitter feed at livia's pod ask some questions there and we'll get back to you and if we get enough good questions we can do a whole episode on that a whole podcast episode uh if you like this episode remember to heart star fave thumb up whatever your podcast uh listening app of choice lets you do and of course please remember to subscribe that way you get our podcast episodes downloaded to your phone or other device for your uh, driving or commuting pleasure. Um, and remember, we also have some videos. You can find them on uh, Facebook and on YouTube. Just search us out, Livius. We're on there. And as always, thank you so much for listening, and let's all keep learning.